Uh, welcome back to another episode of the That Fitness Business Podcast. Tom Blackman with Dan Smith. Hello, Dan. Hiya. How, how's your week been? So far, been... it is Monday, so let's talk about yeah, maybe the Monday. previous six days. Oh, yeah. What are you going to talk about today? Today's been okay. Apart from getting stuck. I've got stuck up here, but I'm down here now. Fixed it. Is that because your standing desk, your optimized guru standing desk yeah. failed on you? Put it up and couldn't get back down. So, there you go. Uh, I did find out engine that there's only a certain number of cycles it goes up and down, and then it will stop and pause. So in case anyone else has got a standing desk, look out for that. Yeah, apparently this model anyway. I don't know. It's all standing desks. What do you mean? It just stops moving. Yeah, it goes. It's only so many times it can go up and down, and then it needs a rest. Are you not using it as a trampoline or something? <laughs> the funny thing is, this never goes up. And it only went up this morning for the first time in ages. I was like, what do you need a rest for? But yeah, my week's going all right. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Thanks. Yeah, it's been good. We, Jim uh, had its 13th birthday last week. Yeah. We, uh, and, and you attended, of course. Oh. You came to visit. And I, I think you brought your training kit. I didn't actually see you train, but I'm pretty sure you brought your training kit. I did not see you any. No. There. I was in the, the competition. Bench, I won the oh, bench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you in the squat competition? No, just bench. Oh, just bench. <laughs> Didn't win though. Excellent. Yeah. So we had our 13th birthday, 13 years since open ministry, and it was really good. We had, do you, do you know what was really good about it was we don't open it to anybody but members. So it's a very much a community thing. And I know we were talking about in the podcast a little while ago about the the, the real importance of building your community. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm sure we talk about that all the time because it should be something you do. And we only open it to people who are members. So you have to be a, a, a paying direct debit or um, yearly member to do it. And what that means is, first of all, we don't get the little trophy hunting people who don't want to go to the big like official competitions. So we don't get those sort of people hopping around who've, who've never been to the gym coming and doing the competition. But we also get people who... And, and literally just there, want to, just want to try it out and just see what they can lift. And some of the members that come and, and, and do it, we've, it's their first time doing any sort of like lifting competition at all. And it's just such a buzz for them. And the way that the other members get behind them and shout, all that sort of stuff it is such a brilliant atmosphere. And we had a few people actually a little bit of crying because they were so happy with what they did. It was really nice. Yeah, I saw it. It's good. I was, yeah. I was training at that point, so, but I kept looking into the corner. It's really cool. Everyone was getting behind each other, shouting, cheering. Yeah. I thought that was really, from someone to come down and, and experience that. So it was hard. It's hard to explain what it's like. The, there was like instantly walking in, there was this feel of friendliness and community. So yeah, it was, it was cool, right? It's a really cool place. Yeah. Yeah. I think boom. And thank you for coming. It was, it was nice to have you in the flesh and we managed to get a selfie as well where you were like six foot higher than me but i triumphed on the arm flexing so there was balance i tried yeah. yeah so anyway today we're talking about filtering of clients and what we mean by that is i'm quite sure that a lot of people watching this if anybody does watch the podcast on video that they will be they'll have an issue where um, they get lots of people inquiring, book a call, 
and that people, well, those people either don't show up or you spend 45 minutes chatting to that person only to realize that they are not a good fit for your coaching business. And you might even realize that in the first two minutes that they're just not going to be a good fit and they just want to chat or some free information. And so then you wasted 45 minutes, but you've also wasted all that time talking to them. And maybe it's not wasted. It's like it, they're not going to turn into a sale right there and then. So they shouldn't be on a, a 45 minute call with you. So both Dan and I have processes, which we use in our businesses and with our clients that we help to reduce this wasted time. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So hopefully you watching or listening to this, will get an idea about how to reduce your wasted time in, in your coaching business as well. Was that a fair summation, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, it's not a waste of time. I don't think you don't have to do this. It's just, these are ways of potentially filtering out some people. Some will probably talk about this, but when we're starting off, didn't really do anything like this. I just used to speak to everyone. And I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing at this, depending on where you're at within the business and also how much you want to dedicate time to it. So it might be something that you employ, or maybe you just take parts of it and go, oh, cool, I might test that out and see what happens. I think there's some other things that you can do with how you position these as well, because you can use what we're going to talk about today and use it to not position that call as like a strategy call or a or whatever words you want to use for it. I don't know what are your thoughts on this. I don't think that people want to do. No, I certainly, I think as a strategy call, is potentially something you would do with a, if you had a, a client for business coaching, because you want a business strategy, but it's a bit cliche, isn't it? It's a bit, let's do a strategy call and let's hop on and blue sky thinks some stuff in the cloud. It, it's all very buzzwordy, isn't it? And, but what, what word would you use for that? It's sales call. That sounds even worse, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not a sales call. We have, we have a virtual coffee chat in our coaching. We have that. Virtual coffee chat. Nice. Wow. Yeah. We have a, uh, a nutrition MOT call as well in there. Like this is the thing, like we could frame it as something else that comes off the back of maybe that, that you get them to fill out something beforehand, if, even if it's a form, but that form then gives you the, the ability to then go, cool. So we'll have a, we can discuss this on our 10, 15 minute game plan call. <laughs> Domination call. Yeah. <laughs> But there are things you can call it. It's not like that. Yeah. I agree. Sales call. I don't think it should be a sales call. It's not really, is it? No, it, it might result in a sale at the end. But yeah, sales call is, you might refer to it as that, as in your internal language. Because ultimately the purposes of having these calls is to make a sale, isn't it? But it's certainly not. I, I got the same sort of thing. I, I have the, my score app thing is the fitness business MOT. So before I have any sales call with anybody i give them that test to do so we can talk through the results but in my nutrition coaching i had the diet ecosystem and which was a again a score app thing so before i had on any calls with those with those clients i would say please can you fill out this take this test and then they get a little report and then we can talk through what it's what it showed us and then from and, and, and this is why i think i know you use score app as well it's a really powerful tool to have because once you've got their questions, it eliminates a lot of the questions that you would probably ask in that strategy call. 
and you, and you've got the answers in front of you and you can dive into those a bit deeper and you can say, I can see you're strong in this point. So maybe we need to focus on there, but I can also see that you have absolutely no idea how to structure your nutrition. So let's focus on this as our first, our first area. And then we're going to work on other things. So I do think that having something like that before you get on any sort of strategy, world dominance, global knowledge call is really important, but it also shows you in a sort of a level of authority that you know what you're talking about because you have this test that they can take, which will quickly help you quickly understand what their problems are and how you can solve them. Cause we're all about solving problems, aren't we as coaches? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes maybe that call isn't needed. Like sometimes that call, they might not even need that call because they might have seen so much from you already and they've taken your whatever test quiz thing it is. And then you could send them something over that just gives them all the details and they might go, yeah. This, and then that call becomes the first initial call with them. Yeah. Ooh, positives. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we talked about this in our little preamble, didn't we? That there's, you don't have to have a very, like a rigid process. There has to be a little bit of flexibility here because some people who have been following you for a while, downloaded all your content, got all your lead magnets, all that sort of stuff. And they message you saying, Hey, do you know what? I really want to work with you. And you go, okay, let's start off and put you through all these. By the time they've done through three or four things and then got to the sales call, they're like, that was a lot of hassle. And they might be turned off by that. You want to, you want, if they've got the energy to work with you right from the beginning, it should be, okay, great. Let's just check that you are suitable for my coaching. And if you are great, let's start. I think people who are just coming in, maybe off adverts or something who don't really know you that well, then you need a more structured process to build that trust and authority. But certainly you shouldn't be using the same rigid process for every single person that comes in. No, no. be prepared to do that as well. Cause sometimes this goes against what we're talking about today, but sometimes it might just be better to say, are you free tomorrow at 10 AM? And just book them in because they might, that might be where the conversation's going. And if you go, sorry, you just got to fill this thing out. And they go, fuck that, I'm not doing that. But you need to be able to read where that conversation's going. And yeah. I think that's quite an important skill because I think coaches think they have to send this thing out. They have to get someone to fill this pre-consultation form out, this pre-thing. Mm. You don't have to. If you're having a chat with someone, they're really keen. Cool, just you free tomorrow or like this afternoon? Like speed would always win, I think with that yeah and also and energy because if you we talk about this in coaching don't we you've got to keep momentum keep energy going in the coaching otherwise people flat line and go off plan it's the same with before the coaching if if someone comes to you with all this motivation hey hey Dan, hey tom i really want to do this thing i really want to whatever their goal is and you go yeah great okay let's okay got a call tomorrow let's have a chat let's get started you're focusing the energy but yeah. if you like you say just hey great thanks for the message what's what type of result you're looking for and then blah, 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 all these things. And by the time you've even got to the call, they're just like so deflated. And like, wow, I thought this guy was going to help me. And actually he's just not. Yeah. Be flexible with it. That's key. Yeah. Um, so, um, so anyway, with, with that sort of caveat in mind, both Dan and I have a process, uh, they're, they're similar, but slightly different whereby, so let's say we've got someone who's come in and who's not got all that energy and ready to start straight away. So they need a little bit of. And you don't know them because you haven't been chatting to them that much. So what we, what, what I have normally, obviously you can talk about your thing in a minute, is that when someone comes in and we've had a bit of a chat, I'll normally 
after he's pre-qualified with a few questions on Messenger, because it's important to do that. Never have, I don't know about you, Dan, but I don't have a book a call with me link, as in someone can go onto my website and literally book a call without even talking to me or anything, without nothing. They can just literally go on the site and book a 15 minute call. And the reason I don't have that is because people do that and then don't show up the majority of the time because they've done it on a whim and then they don't remember they had the call. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd stopped doing that a while back uh, to call the, the direct links off. And then it's just, you have to fill that either the audit or you go through another process or if they are on, on the email list, then we use the direct call link in there sometimes, but mm. yeah, I took that off for those reasons. And also because I almost want that information or I want them to, to go for this process anyway, for like when I work with coaches and when we have people we book in with the, in the coaching side of stuff for like training and nutrition, they, they're pre-qualified through the booking link itself. So in Canonly now, you can actually do a routing like where you can you know like a logic in type form. You can do that in Canonly now. So yeah. take them through the questions. And if they answer a specific answer for one of the questions, it will can then take them one way. So when it comes to like level investment, we can go, cool, are you prepared to, to invest this amount? And if they say no, then it can just take them off and bring them to some other information or somewhere and say that at the moment, this is not for you. So that, that works quite well as well. It. Yeah. And also if, if someone is aware of the, the coaching price in some degree before they come to work with you, there's that level of commitment. I've never been comfortable with the process of leaving the price reveal right to the end. I, I know why people do it. And I know there's a good argument as to why you do that, because you need to build up all this momentum and everything else in the sales call. But I'm a big believer in if you've done your content before, if you've had good conversations, if you've supported it with nurturing, with emails and all these other things, then shouldn't the, shouldn't the cost be part of that, that they're coming into it with a logical, okay, I know it's about this much money. The, wor the worst thing in the world is the person comes in and, that, and they're like, and then they're really invested in working with you. And you know, for one of them, no, from the fault of their own, they just cannot afford the price. It's a, but then the other thing you've got then is that people maybe put themselves in a financial predicament to put it on their credit card to pay for your coaching. And I know we've talked about this before. I'm not comfortable with people putting themselves in financial hardship in order to come and work with me. I, I, I really, I'm not a big believer in that. No, it doesn't sit well with me because you have, that's an added pressure, isn't it? So if you were trying to then come at this and we're trying to make changes and apply certain principles that work, that aren't like this is, this is my problem, right? Problem with this is again going away a little bit from what we're talking about, but because people are so get so bombarded with there's this secret hack to do this, and then if you do these special posts, they'll give you 10 clients, and if you apply this extra special template, like you'll make 90k in, in 10 days. Like mm. it, it's all about how much you can hack the system, and then when you do these things. Sometimes they might, it might work the first time or whatever, and then it doesn't work. So then all of the underlying principles, the things that take a little bit of time to do and build a solid base and foundation for a business, that then becomes something that when you talk about it to someone, they go, oh, yeah, but all right, I'm, yeah, I thought we could just do this thing and it will just work. I'm like, 
that's what you've been doing. That's like the, the equivalent of the quick fix fad diet, isn't it? It's the thing that you've been doing that you think works and then you put the weight back on. You think works and then the weight comes back on. It's like you're doing all these little hacks to hack your way to a business. Why don't you just spend the time doing the big stuff that's going to build a, a stable foundation? And then when you, you explain that to someone that it's going to take a little bit of time to do these things, it's almost like, okay, cool. So if someone's coming at it from a place of stress, pressure, because they've, they've dug themselves into a hole, it's never a good place because they're always going to be thinking about, oh, I need that, that shiny thing over here. Mm. Yeah, but that's the fucking thing that we've been trying to get away from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we both have a, actually, let's get back to organization because we're not all, the fog is like going in and out here and there's no sort of flow. Okay. So let's, so we've established that first of all, we need to have a few conversations with people. It's not just, oh, here's the link book a 15 minute call and I've never met you or never chat to you before. That's all. So we got that. So then we get to, so we don't go straight to the sales call. It's something called, I'll, I'll listen to call the fit filter. I'm not sure what you call call yours. It's essentially a, a bit of a triage thing, isn't it? So I, I know you want to work with me and I feel as though I could possibly help you, but we don't really know yet. And we want to stop wasting both our times. I know we haven't, I know it's not a waste of time to talk to people, but we want to make sure that we're both in a position where I can help you and also you can afford the coaching and you can do the coaching and what I, what I can deliver is what you want. So there's a 15 minute, so I call fit filter, which is a few questions, which I ask people to, if they're right to come into my coaching. And this was the same for, it's the same for my business coaching. And it's the same when I was doing the physique coaching. And the idea is to see well, where are they right now? Where do they want to be? And that's the gap, isn't it? So people prefer to the gap or the space, but also what they've done in the past in order to try and solve this themselves because you want to make sure they haven't, most people on body on physique coaching haven't said, oh yeah, I tried a flexible dieting calorie deficit thing and done all these great things, you know, it's oh great. And that didn't work. Oh shit. That's it. That's not going to work. That's what I do. So you want to make sure that what they've done in the past is not the exact same thing you do. But if, if it is, why did they fail at that? It's because we both know it's normally not the diet. That's the issue. It's the, it's the accountability and the implementation. And then potentially what time frame they got to do it. But, and also I, I like to ask, why, why did you pick me? Why did you come and work with me? And I think that's really important to ask people that because people get referred to you. And we talked about referrals in the past. People, put, oh, my mate referred me to, okay, do you know anything about me? No. Okay. Well, you're not about to spend a thousand pounds on coaching then, are you? Because you know nothing about me. And the only reason you've come to work with me is because someone else has got the same result you want. And they referred you to me. So you want to make sure that it, when you ask them that question, why did you want to work with me? You get the, well, I've seen your coaching, I've watched your videos, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. So that in itself gives you that pre-qualification that they know enough about you to make the investment in you. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's my process. There is nine questions. And if anybody wants it, I've got a, um, free thing you can get. I'll put the link in somewhere around here, somewhere in the com in comments. I'm sure you've got something like that as well. Um, what's your process? It's not too dissimilar to be fair, just looking at the current situation. So understanding like where they're at now, what is working, but also what's not working, obviously what's 
the frustrating part about that because then you can get an understanding of what's really bugging them. And then where they want to be, like, what would it look like? Visualize what it would be like. Again, to think about how the things, not just coming in from, oh, I want X amount of clients. I want this amount. It's, what, does he want, what do you actually want it to look like? How much time do you want to spend in the business? Or if that is the business that is, or if it's your own health and, and uh, physique goals or strength. So what does that, what would that mean to you? It's not just, I want to get lean and shredded. Okay, mm. so what, why do you want that? But then also then digging into the obstacles, like you say, what's, what's stopping them getting to that place? What's slowing you down? What things are being barriers really in the way that we can then address? Because then once I've got all those parts, it's, it's easy for me to go, cool, let me show you how we work with people. We've got a model that I can, we bring this up as well and talk through it. Because then it's more powerful to show someone, I know that these are your problems because you've just brought them up. And also I can then show you how we work with you to then move you from this problem to the solution, uh, to the outcome actually through these solutions. And then that makes it really easy for someone to visualize, okay, this is what we're going to work on. So that's pretty much it. I, I think sometimes these calls can get really needlessly complicated. It was the same as when doing a lot more consultations for coaching, fitness, like training, nutrition coaching, people be like, oh, I've got this. Have you got like a sales script? Have you got like a, yeah, a, a flow chart and that. I'm like, what? Why can't you just have a conversation with someone just and have this, this, those bits I just mentioned, like just put them on a bit of paper, just go, there's a head in, there's a head in, there's a head in. Mm. Talk about that bit, talk about that bit. Mm. <laughs> right. yeah. no, I've got to follow the sales script. And, and the other thing here is you want that to be a quick conversation. Yeah. You? It's, it's not those sorts of things where it's long and flow charts and okay, if they said this, go to page nine, that sort of thing. So they hear you on the thing going, <laughs> the paper. It's a quick chat. It's like, look, let's have a, let's have a quick 10, 15 minute chat. Let's just see if what you want is something I can get for you. I'm sure it is, but let's just have a quick chat to make sure. Is that all right? Yeah. You know, it's not a sales call. We'll make that decision at the end if you want to talk about that. But would you like to have a quick chat about it? Okay. So then when you get on, if you've then got like all these things you want, it's just so much overload, isn't it? And then if you've, have I talked to you, there's, there's, a, there's a really good book called Games People Play. Have I talked to you about that before? Really good, but I can't remember. It used to be on my bookshelf, but I can't remember where it is now. But it's it's called Games People Play, and the and the guy who wrote it again, I can't remember the name of it. He talked about strokes, stroking people, and this is when you have interactions with people. And I know I'm pretty sure I have talked about stroking people with you in a non illegal way. But when what happens is that when you meet somebody, so say you when you come to the gym the other day. And I said, hi, and we had a chat and everything else. We had about five, 10 minutes chat. And then obviously you went off to train, didn't you? No, because we know each other personally and we've known each other a long time. If you'd come to the gym and I said, oh, hi, Dan, seen a bit. You'd be like, what the fuck, man? That's, why isn't he talking to me? <laughs> you, 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 because you expect a certain amount of like conversation and strokes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, oh, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. How's your travel? Yeah, it's really, and you're sort of back and forth bit of conversation. And, and it's okay. I'll, I'll see you later. It's because I had to go off and do the barbecue and then you had to train. So we both had our things to do. But then later when we come back, we had a longer conversation, which again was back and forth talking. Because of our relationship, we expect that. But say if you've just met somebody for the first time, and this is, this is important on a, like, on a, a triage call, pit filter call, whatever you want to call it. If you're then going into 
really all these deep, real long, deep questions, people are going to be like, this is a bit more than I expected. I just wanted a quick chat with this coach to see if he could help me. I'm fine to have a longer chat later, but he's asking me like 50 questions. That's a lot. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're giving them more strokes and they're willing to reciprocate. So there's an imbalance there of, of conversation. And so that's what turns people off. Too much stroking. Too much stroking. Yeah, it's a really, it, I, I keep reading that book. It's only a short book, but there's so many really interesting psychological games people play. But you always remember, if, if someone doesn't give you the amount of strokes you expect, you're like, what's up with him today? Yeah, so too little or too much. Yeah, so you've got to get it just about right, which is why, say if someone cold DMs you, like out of the blue, like a cold DM, yo, Dan, how's it going, brother? Love your content. God, I'm just in quit. I'm just curious. Do you use Hormozy style? And it's this long blooming email or like, this long note. And you're like, wow, back off, mate. I don't even know you. And you're trying to get in my pants. What is that? Uh, the, the big walls of text. I'm, oh, I can't stand it anyway. But like when someone yeah. sends me that, I don't even read it. Yeah, I, I don't. And because it's too much. But say if I sent you a long text or you sent me a long text, I would read the whole lot because I'm invested in our relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's good thinking about it. Yeah. It, it is yeah. a good way to think about it, especially when you're building rapport with new people. Mm-hmm. It has to be, mm-hmm. like I say, if you're face to face with someone, it depends on what sort of person you are, but you probably wouldn't be like stroking them and fondling them and, oh, hey, well done. Because it's not, you, you haven't built that rapport, have you? But if, you, if it's your family member Always or an old friend you've known for years, you probably would shake their hand and tap them on the shoulder and all that. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. We're a lot with forms or, pre-consult forms sometimes mm. will someone will say oh can you have a look at my pre-consultation form you put it up there's like 20 questions and they're like all the detail that you want i'm like they don't need they don't need to feel this in you just want to have a chat with them please can you tell me your height and your age <laughs> like why <laughs> the last period yeah like yeah. just so have a little think about how that's going to come across because then if then people might even get that and go but I'm not doing this. I really want to work with you, but I'm not feeling It's when, when you get forms to fill out. And say if you've got a lead magnet and you've got the, on a lead magnet, because they probably don't know you, never met you. It's probably just a, yeah, I'll, I'll put my hand up because I want that thing. And on the lead magnet to get the thing, it's like first name, last name, email, phone number, address. Anyone who wants my phone number on a lead magnet? No, I, that thing is not good enough to get because you know, you're going to get a phone call from, hey, Tom, how are you doing? Hey, it's blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah's team. I just thought I'd touch base with you and talk about the lead magnet you downloaded. And you're like, mate, it's two o'clock in the morning. You're in America. I'm in the UK. Check your time before your phone. And, and you'd unsubscribe from all their stuff. I've had that a couple of times. I don't know if you've had that. No, I always put the wrong number. I always put the last number in wrong. Yeah. So I do my full number and it just changed the last one <laughs> yeah so they don't phone you yeah that's a good idea phone yeah, someone unless else. of course they're going to send you the link by phone to get the lead magnet no uh, you can go why do you, why do you want my phone number no you can go and call someone else yeah then, yeah no i'm not calling me yeah it's there's some proven stuff on this isn't it if you especially with scorer if you put your they come to fill in the form so that when i had the diet ecosystem and also my fitness business mot thing if you put the 
and I've tested this. If you put the name and email at the beginning before they start the test, there's less completion rate than there is if you put it at the end. And that's, that's really weird. It, it's something like 50% extra people complete it. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because I don't, know, I don't know where mine is. It's the strokes. It's because, oh, do you want to take this test to see how, see how good your business is? Yeah, great. Okay. Here's question one. So it's straight in. It's the momentum. And then so you get, oh, I've got some value. Okay. I don't mind giving you my email address now. So they're more interested in signing up to get the report. But if you do it at the beginning, it's hold on. I don't know what I'm getting here. I don't know if it's going to be clickbait. I'm not sure I want to give you my email address. Uh, I can do without that today. Yeah. So to give value first and then look, would you like some more? Would you like a report? Would you like some extra help? Fill in your email address and you can get it. Yeah. Same with my calorie calculator, which is on my website. A lot of calorie calculators, email first and name, and then you can do the calorie calculator or you fill in it in to get your calories and macros, fill in your email address. That's a bit sneaky, isn't it? That's harvesting emails. On my calorie calculator, it was all, you get all the stuff. And at the end, so you get all the calories, macros, everything else. Hey, would you like some help with this? I'll send you macros and calories. And I'll also send you some stuff to help with you, some free videos and that. And I've got loads of people, more people filling it in then. Yeah. Interesting on that. It makes yeah. sense though, doesn't it? Yeah. Because again, it comes down to people who are ready to get on board with your coaching. If they just want to know what their calories are, they're not interested in coaching whatsoever. They'll get the value, go off. They might come back later on. But if you have yeah. to fill in the email address first, then you've got a potential lead on your email list who is not in any sense ready to buy from you or interest in what you've got to sell. So you've then got a cold email lead who potentially is going to cost you money. Yes, that makes sense. I think we tangented away from... <laughs> but it's the same thing talking about building that trust and everything else. So I think we're talking about the 15-minute call. Did we finish that? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Just in terms of the structure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've had the initial conversation on like text message or whatever. We've done a 15 minute call next step. So next step for mine is I asked them to fill out the, the form as in the fitness business MOT or the diet ecosystem test when I was doing physique coaching and that's, and then they also get a, a form with how my coaching works. So it's like a analogy would be a lead page, but it's not really a lead page. It's just. Here's how my coaching works. Here's the problems we solve. Here's an FAQ. And most importantly, at the bottom is here's how much it's going to cost. And they get that after the triage call so that they rebuilt a bit of rapport and a bit of trust. And then all the questions they want to know before they work with me, it's all on that. So they can make a logical decision. What's your process like? Yeah, it's probably similar in terms of what we send something out after, but it's more, it's just a document. So it's like a Google document. You yeah, do. same. Mine's a Google yeah. Docs as well. And it's just, it reiterates everything that you go through on that call. And it's got the structure, the program that you described. And it's even got the stuff if you show, we would talk through it. And then it's got that in there. And then like you say, yeah, price point, how long this stuff is, and everything like that, how it works. And then the next steps as well. So it's if you, if this is something you're wanting to go ahead with, and we've had that call already, then here's the next steps. Like we mentioned before, we've used this in the past with people who haven't had that initial call and we just sent this out. So yes. then we can then go, 
cool if you're happy we can just get into what the next steps are or you can have that call if you want to speak through it let's arrange that shorter call and go through it i really on those initial calls these calls you're talking about i've had quite a few now where we'll finish the call and i'm like the least i'm just not i don't push things at all i just i've never done it so if someone wants to come work with us they're going to work with us right i'm not going to force you into it it's never been a thing like that you should want to come and work with someone yeah and so we never do that and i'll say on those calls if you want to go away have a think about it if you have questions like send them over i'm going to send you some information if you want to jump on another call i'm i'll get on a call with you again and i've got on a call with quite a few people over time now from for two sometimes three calls Hmm. i don't mind sorry some people might but i don't mind i don't know what your thoughts are (laughs) yeah it's it's again it's what people need isn't it some some people have digested whole we talk about 7114 a lot if someone's watched seven hours of your content they've engaged on you they've had 11 positive experiences with engaging with your touch points and they've seen you over four locations they're probably pretty convinced that you're the person to help them they just needed a bit of or oh, how much is it what do i have to do that sort of thing yeah so they're already pre-bought which is the perfect situation isn't it you've got your free content out they digested that now they want to work with you and and, and some people like me, I'm very, I think things through a lot before I invest, especially in a mentor or anything like that. I really think things through. My last mentor, I think I had about three or four chats with them. We were working together on something else and we had a chat about the mentoring as well. And I had a couple of chats with him, even though he was a great guy and I confidently could get my, get me results. I was like, I just need to clarify these things. And he was like, fine with that. And then some courses I've just looked at it, got, yeah, that's what I want. And I've bought. So it, it's, I think it's different for what different people, certainly with, with the triage call, I, I've, I've done the process, like you said, where I've had enough conversation with somebody on messenger to let's say, look, do you know what? I think I've got everything I need here. Can I just send you over? I'll just send you a quick outline. It's on a Google docs about how I work. If you're interested, let's have a chat about that. Yeah. All the stuff's on there, price, FAQs, all this sort of thing. Just, I'll send you over, let me know if it's of interest. You don't even need a call there because you've done, essentially you've done the triage call on Messenger. Mm. That makes sense. And again, I think people, as long as you've got that information, it can be done by a form. It can be done by Messenger. It can be done by a phone call. It can be done by Zoom. As long as you've got the information that you need from them and they've got the information they need from you, it's no, no problem progressing to that next step. You don't have to go wow, I, I know we've chatted about this, but I do need to get you on a call first. Keep that momentum going. Don't put any friction in the way. Agreed. Cool. I think that's, uh, do we miss anything? We saw a roundabout chat there today, don't we? Yeah. I think the overall message is there. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> Might have to rewatch it three or four times to get it. But I, I think the main message is initial conversation, content first, initial conversation, if you need it, a 15 minute call and then into the outline of the coaching. And then you, if they need yeah. a sales call, maybe yeah, yeah. global domination call, or if they're ready to buy from you, if at any point they're ready to buy from you, I think you should just start that process off. But I, I don't know. I don't know about you. I, if someone says to me, Tom, I want to work with you. Can I give you money right now? I think I'd be like, let's just have a quick chat first, just to make sure. Because those customers could turn into the worst customers in the world. Yeah. 
depends on the service and what you're offering, doesn't it? Because you want to make sure that is something. If is this a fair amount of money, then you're like, okay, cool. Is this definitely going to be right for you? Mm. Are you the kind of person I want to work with as well? That's you've got to weigh that up. But That's I do also really important. Yeah, think <laughs> that these calls aren't always necessary because people are less keen to get on calls. I think a little bit, depending on what it is you've you've got to offer. But I always feel like if there's a bit more of an investment towards something that's quite specific, which hopefully most coaches are trying to target their messaging to, then the call would make sense just for those reasons. Because <laughs> I, I, get the, I get the mindset of like people saying, oh, no, no one wants to jump on a call anymore. You can sell coaching without a call. Yeah, you can, but it depends again on who that's for, what the product is and, and what your offer is. So yeah, don't just see it as in, oh, no one wants to jump on calls. Okay. Yeah, the case in point here, I had, I had a, a, a call, I jumped on a call with someone this week who, and this was for the gym business, and it was about, talking about a new database system and everything else. And I was quite interested in what they had to sell. We had a call and the, the call actually went quite well. And the guy was a pretty good salesman because at the beginning, he, he did a triage process, which was, it, was, it was quite decent to see it used in reverse. And he said, oh, what, what would you want? What's the things you want out of a, a customer relationship system? I said, I want these things. He goes, okay, what are the things that are potentially real red flags for you? And I, and I was like, I don't really know, mate, because there's a lot of things that are red flags for me, but here's the things I need to be in place. And the, the problem was, is that they didn't have one of these things in place that I needed it to be. And it was really crucial. And he said, he said, yeah, do you know what? To be honest, that thing is rolling out in about four months time. So I, I think to be fair, having our call now, I think that's going to be a waste of both of our times. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? Let's, let's reschedule for four months time. So the triage call, this, this triage call was actually about five minutes long, but very quickly he established that I wasn't going to yeah. buy right there. No matter what he said, no matter what price he gave, that thing was really important for me to have the sale. Yeah. So we established really quickly. I wasn't ready to buy right then. And he cut the short call short, but I'll still have that call with him in four months time. Cause I'm interested in what he's got to sell, but he didn't try and push it on me. And I right. think that's really crucial is that if someone isn't ready to buy, is not ready for your coaching, you shouldn't just go, oh, do you know what? They 90% fit it. So I'll try and push the thing. They're going to turn into a bad customer. They'll go for a refund. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. It's, we had similar with one of the coaching groups that we we're working with. They employed a actual, like a sales call. So, yeah. Something like that, like appointments, but he would, he was incredible, but he was really good and he had that process at the beginning so he was like i just need to know these points for my own triage process mm. and one of them was about like eating disorders so he would always pull it up and he was just like because i'm not like if you've had a if you've got an eating disorder or it's something that's been worked on then we're not going to chat any further because that's this program is not for that so um he was really clear on it and he he was great right. someone who's they really know their stuff like that it's really impressive to see them work and it also makes you more confident about working with them yeah. Because you know that they're only going to take on people who are absolutely right for their business. And they is, and that's why we talk about niche all the time is that if you can get this specific result for this specific people, but if you're outside of that, you know what, we, we can probably work with you, but you're not going to get the result you want. And so both of us are going to be unhappy. Let's, let's not do it. Nice. Good. Cool. I think we've just come up on time. I think you've got another appointment, haven't you? I'm going to go and have some lunch. <laughs> I'm going to have some lunch too. So that's an important appointment. It's in my diary. Um, Dan, thanks for today. Thanks for 
um, sharing your knowledge. Um, and we will be back on the next podcast with equal amounts of knowledge bombs dropped in an Oppenheimer style, no CGI fashion. No bombs. <laughs> Great. Dan, I'll see you on the next call. See you in a bit, mate. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys.